Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on the Shadow. This episode was originally broadcasted on January 26, 1947, and we only have the last 13 minutes of the program. So here is Death by Imagination, already in progress. Return to the shadow in just a minute. Friends, when you've seen the new Blue Coal Tentmaster in action, you will know why thousands of homeowners are so enthusiastic about this revolutionary new temperature regulator. The Tempmaster, that P-E-M-P Tempmaster, is post-war designed, post-war manufactured. The last word in carefree heating comfort. Listen to this letter. The new Blue Coal Tempmaster makes a tremendous difference in our homes. Now we have even healthful warmth at all times. But we never have to adjust furnace dampers. And we're burning much less fuel. It's a fact. And remember this. The Temp Master can be installed on any furnace, old or new. You'll be amazed when you find out how little it costs to have one installed. Get a Blue Coal Temp Master with the exclusive Blue Coal feature, the Electric Eye Thermostat. The flashing light of the Electric Eye tells you the exact position of furnace dampers at all times. The Temp Master, unconditionally guaranteed for five years, is exclusive with Blue Coal Dealers. Call the nearest Blue Coal Dealer and arrange for a demonstration tomorrow. You'll find him listed in the classified phone book under the word Blue Coal. And now, back to the shadow. <laughs> Involved in a mysterious murder in a mental institution, Margot and Lamont have only an hour ago discovered the body of Douglas, the second patient to meet strange and sudden death. Together, they have left Dr. Stoner's sanitarium and are now driving through the moonlit countryside. Well, I don't understand it, Lamont. First, you announced dramatically that the case is only just beginning. And then we meekly say goodbye, leaving the doctor to gloat over Douglas's supposed suicide. Those is right, Margot. I haven't a shred of evidence that I could swear that so-called doctor forced him to do it. Made him write that note, too. Well, then I really don't understand why we left the sanitarium. I wanted to give the stoner and his nurse a chance to relax. We catch them off guard when we get back. Yeah, I see. Right now. 
We're driving around in a circle for the last hour. Now we're back to the start. Oh, it's a territory, indeed. Now, not to get, darling. Go the rest of the way on foot. A little surprise, is it? Not if it's a surprise, that doctor. It seems to have thought of everything. There's at least one who stands around. What's that? Evelyn. She's told us all she knows. She said to herself. You may remember more. It's a shadow. <laughs> Listen to me, Evelyn. This is very serious. Old Mr. Burton was a good friend of yours, wasn't he? Yes. And Douglas, too? They've both been murdered, Evelyn. Can you guess who did it? Of course. I've known all along. The cat. Tell me more about this cat, Evelyn. Are you sure it really exists? But it must. If it killed Mr. Burton and Mr. Douglas. Describe it to me. Oh, it's big, Shadow. It eats raw meat. They have to use a whip on it. Its claws are very sharp. And when it snarls at me, I scream and scream. When does this cat snarl at you? Every time the doctor ties me up in the cellar. He wants the cat to kill me, please. To tear me to pieces. This cat is in the cellar, Evelyn? Yes, Shadow. But don't go down there. I like you. I don't want you to die. I don't want you to be torn to pieces. Oh, Shadow, where are you? just as we did with Burton. And what cranks him? Cranston was here when Douglas died, and he left thoroughly baffled. He hasn't got a thing on it. Are you sure, Frank? You're completely in the clear, Laura. You're wonderful. Uh, that's better, Laura. I like you and your smile. <laughs> oh, I wish we could get away from here. I wish we could... What's the matter, Laura? Out the window, look. There's someone out there. Cranston and the lane, girl. And they're going toward the cellar door. Well, they must have talked to Evelyn. She must have told them about the cat. Come on, Laura. Where? Down to the cellar where the house tears. We have a little surprise to prepare for Mr. Cranston. <laughs> Should be light with you, and you just find it. Now turn on the flash. Oh, what a place. 
full of cobwebs and rust. More than that down here, if we can believe Evelyn's story. You mean the giant cat that you're talking about? She must have been exaggerated. Again, she might not. Who's against that wall, Margot? Rope. Evelyn said the doctor tied her up down here periodically in the dark. Tied her up? To get her out of her mind. He kept telling her that a cat would jump out and claw her to pieces while she was strung up. Horrible. Look at that over there where I'm shining my light, Margot. A large pan with raw meat in it. And a whip. The Mark, you know, thinks Evelyn's story of the giant cat is true. You're going to believe it is. Then the cat's down here with us in the basement. Might be hiding in a dark corner. Any one of these corners. Easy, darling. Let's get out of here, Mark. Let's get out of this dark, horrible cell. Oh, the whole idea of this mentally stupid What listen? Yes. Oh, no. Come from behind the door to that cauldron over there. Let's get out of here. Stay here and hold this flash, Margo. I'll go over and open the door. No, please. Margo, we've got to find out what's down here. Of course. Keep the flashlight on the door. All right. Here it goes. Leave them here and get up as fast as we can. They'll come to in a little while. Shouldn't we? Kill them, you mean? Well, oh, don't be a fool, Laura. Nobody has anything on us for disposing of the patients, but if we murder these two now, we might hang them. All right, then. What do we do? We take the cat upstairs and then get Evelyn. You mean the cat and Evelyn? That's exactly what I mean. Before they come to, we've got to destroy our last witness. Come in here, Evelyn. No, Doctor, please. I said, come in here. No, Evelyn, I haven't time to fool with you. I said, come into this room. Now, Evelyn. Why did you tell Mr. Cranston the cat was in the palace? But I didn't, I didn't. Don't lie to me. You were responsible for what happened to Mr. Cranston and Miss Lane. You must pay for it. But what did happen to them? Both of them dead, Evelyn. Clawed to pieces by the wildcat. No, no. Yes, Evelyn. And the wildcat's still hungry. It's up here now, waiting for you. I don't believe it. A wild cat behind that closet door, Evelyn. And when they let it out, it'll call you to All oh, right, Evelyn, down into this chair here in front of the closet. Laura, get yes, trapped. Yes, I've got them. There. Now the feet. Don't <laughs> trap me down, please. Now, Evelyn, you can't chair. Now I'm going to count three slowly. I'm going to fling open the closet door. No, One. Not the cat, please. Two. I can't it. What's holding my arm? Who is it? The shadow, Doctor. <laughs> Get away from that closet, Doctor. Get away! Your torture of helpless people has come to an end, Doctor Stoner. What do you mean? The law has a place for you. You too will know the terrors of the mind when you sit in the electric chair. At first, I'm going to prove to your patients that her fears are only imaginary. What are you talking about? Your plan to frighten Evelyn to death was clumsy, Doctor. Very clumsy. I open the closet door, Evelyn. You will see. 
you do all. It won't hurt you, Evelyn. Stay away from that door. The cat. Yes, Evelyn. But not the wild beast you were led to believe. It was only a starved and frightened alley. Like everything else in this wicked institution, Evelyn, a cat was merely a device calculated to cause death by imagination. Let me present Lou Cole's distinguished heating authority, John Barkley. Thank you, Don Hancock, and good evening, friends. Perhaps I can emphasize the easy way to run a furnace if I point out today the things you should not do. Here is a list of the most important don'ts. Don't burn trash in the furnace. That's a sure way to get a dirty furnace, clinkers, and poor heat. Don't operate the furnace with the firebox only partly filled. A thin fire wastes fuel because the fire burns up too quickly. A deep fire bed actually conserves fuel, so keep your fire at all times at least level with the bottom of the coaling door. Don't shake grates roughly. You'll find that gentle shaking actually conserves fuel. So stop shaking when you see the first faint red glow in the ash pit. Follow these simple good firing rules and you'll get more satisfaction. And what's more important, more heat from the coal you burn. I thank you. Copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications Incorporated. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Again next week, the shadow will demonstrate that the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow Next week, same time, same station, your friendly blue coal dealer brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadows daring battle against the forces of evil. This is Don Hancock saying, keep the home fires burning with blue coal. The Shadow is presented by the D.L.W. Coal Company, distributors of blue coal. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I don't like these incomplete episodes because, for one, I feel like I'm cheating you out of content. And the second reason is sometimes, especially if the end of the episode is missing, that, that we're missing something. That it's just, you know, we're just get, hearing it for the sake of hearing it and not actually getting the story. But here we have the climax of the program with a nice summary from the announcer. And I hope you don't feel too cheated by this shortened episode. We'll have a full episode next week, I, I promise. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. 
This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with the shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.